0: And with that being said, let's go ahead and
1: get started. Hey guys, in this episode, Stefan and co-host Ed Ray are joined by internet OG Scott Phillips. If you don't know Scott, here are some totally insane facts about him. He spent most of his life as a career criminal and drug dealer piling up a total of 33 violent felony convictions two FTC investigations, and $18 million worth of lifetime fines. He was one of the first adult internet entrepreneurs in 1996, making 1,000 sales off of organic traffic on his very first day of operation and becoming a millionaire in only four months at age 21. He got his adult website to rank number 25 on the internet. Today, there are an estimated 1.3 million such sites. And today, he's an expert and mentor on trading, investing, cryptocurrencies, a seven-figure offer owner, and one of the kindest and most inspiring people to ever walk this earth. Here's a glimpse of the crazy valuable insights you're about to discover. How to build and monetize an email list as a copywriter, even if you don't have your own offer. Do ex-convicts have a chance to successfully reassimilate back into society and achieve financial success? The biggest lesson Scott learned from martial arts that can be applied to copywriting, entrepreneurship, and everything else in life. I hope you enjoy Question here from Zarak Samdani about starting off earning money from an email list.
0: Cool. What's up Zarak?
1: Hello. Hey. Hey man. Thanks for answering my question. Um, so I was basically just wondering, well, right now I'm a freelance copywriter. I, I do like email marketing and stuff. So I was just wondering, like I was, I do plan on starting an email list, but it's more of just like a passion project sort of not a passion project, but it's just something I want to do for fun.
0: Cause I'd like to send content out to people and I don't have any digital product products or a course or anything, and I don't plan on making one anytime soon. So I was just wondering, is there any way to like monetize an email list like that when you're a freelancer to like get clients or maybe I'm not sure. You can, you can do both. I'll I'll start by answering. then obviously if Ed or Scott want to jump in, I mean, you know, there's nothing wrong with just providing a bunch of value based content early on. If you actually look at my email list, um, I think it was a couple months before I promoted anything. And then I just promoted um, the like copy accelerator event that we were doing and uh, like sold some tickets through that. And uh, I still don't promote to my list that often, but that being said, when I do people buy, because I am not promoting that often. Um, so, you know, providing value I, to, to, I think for you, you know, it's a, the, what does value look like, right? Depending on where you are on your journey, I think part of it can be about your journey, the struggles, the successes, what you're learning, uh, when you have a win, when you have a fail, like just sharing that stuff and and your experiences and what you learn from them. um, I think that's like what would be most valuable to people who are going to be on an email list um, of yours. Uh, And as far as monetizing goes, though, yeah, I mean, I think the easiest thing would just be, you know, like affiliate offers, but um, making sure that they're they're congruent and you really believe in them and that they're really going to help. So like if you're selling, like, my rmbc method right i think like, like i'll give you an affiliate link for that if you make sales you get like a 500 commission for every sale so you get you know a couple hundred people and a handful of people buy you can make a couple grand um but you know justin just did an affiliate launch for his thousand buyers a day course uh so there's good uh, you know good programs out there and then on the client side i think yeah generally if you as you build relationships and, and rapport with people through your list people are just more likely to want to hire you anyway and you can do something where you're like hey i'm taking on you know, one new client this month. And, you know, if you're interested, shoot me an email, reply to this and we can talk, you know, just stuff like that. It's as simple as as doing that. Um, so, but I would do it if you're pretty, depending on where you are in your career, um, you know, do it because you, for the passion side of things. And then over time, as you sort of build up a following and, and get more and more sort of, uh, I guess wins and things like that, like, you know continue to monetize it that way that's my opinion i don't know scott or ed if you guys want to add anything to that
2: um you you touched on an interesting thing about sharing your failures one thing i've noticed is that every time i share a fuck up or a a trading mistake or when i lose money i get a tremendous response from that sales go up um do you get that too like when you share your when you share your losses and you
0: people love it people love the people love the failures and the struggles way more than the wins i mean exactly so yeah, I say that but even um, when I got to be in that like room with like magic Johnson it was like 100 people it was like small group and um it was great magic Johnson said some really profound stuff that that um was uh you know influential for me but um the one kind of I don't want to say it's like a criticism of magic Johnson but like he just talked about all of his wins the whole time and I was like this is cool but I'm like I really wish he would talk more about his failures and his struggles I was like i I would have gotten even more from it if i if he had talked more about the times where he fucked up um, that's more valuable than the times that you nail it because um, everyone like, great. What do I learn from that? When you're like, Hey, I made this mistake. Here's how you can avoid it. Or here's what I learned and what you can apply. I mean, that's just way more valuable to people.
1: Yeah. Okay, dude. Cool. That makes sense. Yeah. Thank you so much, man.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Happy to, happy to help.
1: All right. Beautiful. Next question here from Jessica Baines about I think finding Jessica success.
0: Is she still on? I think she said she, I think I saw her on the chat. Oh, so shoot. She-
1: all right, so I'll just, I'll just ask it, because it's a really good question. Um, do you think that other people who have been convicted and in prison can achieve financial slash career success in the copywriting industry? And do you feel that the population of those convicted would struggle more or less with other things that would hinder slash help getting into copywriting?
2: Um, it's, it's really difficult when you get out of jail. Like I was a guy who was used to, uh, I was used to money, uh, been to university, and all that, I was like a normal person in some respects but getting out of jail is extremely traumatic like it's so different like the first day i went i I went food shopping i went into i ended up with like six different types of cheese and like three different types of olive oil and 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 didn't have and all this other stuff and didn't have milk eggs and bread i couldn't make a meal when i got home like like i would have panic attacks like trying to choose between a plain black and a plain white t-shirt and you know some bus driver would would be rude to me, and, and, and I'd think like I was still in prison and anyone who's even slightly rude to you is about to attack you like you. Um, most prisoners aren't going to leave that life behind just because it, it takes some time. And, and when you've been in jail a while, even the basic things like setting up a mobile phone plan and getting a house lease and setting up your internet connection, those things, they, they, they're, they're really complicated if you spend a period of time where your food just comes on a trolley, right? Like... Um, so yeah, most people who've been in jail are gonna be institutionalized. And I, I experienced a num I had this weird the first night I was out of jail, I'd uh I'd gone to my favorite French restaurant, I'd eaten steak frites and creme brulee and, and lobster bisque. And I had my first blow job after being in prison for a couple of years, which was awesome. And I'm and I'm lying on my bed in my own house, which I owned um with my cat and my dog and my girlfriend next to me i'm like wow this room is really nice and then a little voice in my head said yeah but your cell was nice too i'm like "Motherfucker, my cell was not nice it was a fucking prison cell but but in my mind it was all i had so it was mine you know um it's it's very weird it's very weird becoming institutionalized and and insidious it's very hard to come
0: back interesting yeah it makes sense um but it is interesting because there are there's there's you know people I mean like, just with the population there's there's a lot of a, a, I don't know like a minority of people in direct response that have been institutionalized who are you know really yeah there's a couple
2: of guys on the top end who are, who are from Doug game like like big like big people I won't mention their names but yeah uh, you know guys selling courses and, and stuff like that
0: yeah yeah that's awesome. Um, you're totally right. I mean, I got, uh, yeah. Well, what I won't go to deep. I don't want to blow anyone up. But there's some people, yeah. You, and there's people you'd never know too. And that's the other thing. There's a lot of people out there you like would never know. And then we're successful in our, in our industry. And then it's like, oh yeah, I did, she went to jail for like five years for this. Or so if you're like, oh wow, you know what I mean? I mean, I think there's a stigma around that. Just like there's a stigma around everything. But again, my whole my path. I mean, I'm not comparing myself to that at all. But like just even writing like dodgy, shady copy, and like you know when I was in my like my earlier mid 20s, and then. You know there's some people out there who, who can like try and define me for that but it's like okay great like, i'm not that person yeah that was
2: that was me then yeah like, yeah, that, yeah,
0: like i'm a totally different person now so um exactly same it,
2: it doesn't people. touch the sides anymore right like like right. it doesn't it's like yeah yeah you're probably right i was just coming yeah.
0: yeah like i don't care you are it's like it's like talking shit about like a stranger you know what i mean it's like oh yeah i got I, I don't know i don't know who that stranger was so go for it um
2: yeah t- t- 2009 step and he was a big he was a big loose yeah.
0: yeah
2: it doesn't exist anymore like
0: yeah, like it's it's um, but I think it's so important, right? And again, that's why I really go back to like not letting your past define you, and um, and why I think that you know one of the main reasons your story is, is so inspiring because you've done a, a great job of that, um, and then but you but know, I can
2: fe- I can feel that big leap stuff coming in all the time, like like every level of success that I achieve, I can feel part of me wants to sabotage it. I can feel part of me deep down feels I don't deserve it yet and wants to fuck it up. Like, like it's like, it, 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 it's a constant effort to, to, to keep ascending to new levels of success and abundance all the time. Right?
0: Yeah. it never, it, it, I don't know. It doesn't really go away. Yeah. You know, it goes away for periods, but, but, but then you can reverse that again.
1: Next question. Yeah. Go you on. Go on. Yeah, you good. You're good. Sure. What was the biggest lesson you learned from martial arts?
2: uh i guess that's me um yeah. I, I learned the the biggest thing that i learned from martial arts is it's this kind of thing where you learn 80 percent of what you're ever going to know in the first two years and then every year after that you get like two percent better so i learned about sticking with something over decades and getting better at something over decades and sticking with it I mean, uh, and i needed to take that into my drug recovery i needed to know that that If I was going to make my brain work again, it wasn't going to happen straight away, but I was going to get there.
0: Awesome. All right, that's just about it for today. Before we finish, though, let me share a little bit more about how you can stay in touch with me. I have a private email list where I share high-level tricks, strategies, and insights about copywriting, entrepreneurship, mindset, and more. In fact, often my podcasts are based on topics I first emailed out to my list weeks or even months earlier. So, if you want to get brand new stuff from me every single day, go to StephanPaulGeorge.com forward slash subscribe. These emails are often upwards of a thousand words, and I send them every day. So, make sure you really can commit to engaging with me on that level. But as long as you can, and you should because I do drop a ton of value in these emails, go apply to join my list today. And again, the web address is StephanPaulGeorge.com forward slash subscribe. And in case you don't know how to spell my name, which is okay, it is S-T-E-F-A-N, Paul, and then my last name is georgi, G-E-O-R-G-I.com. So com forward slash subscribe, and I will see you in my email list.